Recording live from various socially distanced rooms in Chicago, I'm today's host, Green. You're listening to Small Fish Radio Theater and Thespinarium's approximately five-minute shelter-in-place show. In keeping with the current state of things, expect the unexpected. And now, a special flash fairy tale, Josh the Tree, recorded by our friends and guest artists, John Wegley, Brian Pastor, Kat Evans, and Ellie Katz. Once upon a time, there was a tree named Josh. He lived at the top of a large hill just beyond the lush green valley that led to the riverbank. He was a kind tree who befriended the animals all over the green. He was gentle and sweet and usually inclined toward happiness. But things were changing around Josh, and he felt sure that trouble was on the way. Good morning, Muskrat. How are things today? Terrible. The river's disgusting. All the shore plants are dying, and my sister-in-law Susie has rabies. Rabies? Oh my. Yeah, she's fine. We're just carriers, but she's in quarantine indefinitely. I don't know when I'll get to see my nephew again. I'm really sorry to hear that, Muskrat. Things seem pretty bad all over. River Otter was in quite a fuss about habitat destruction last week. And how are you doing, Josh? Oh, you know. I'm hanging in there. The smog is pretty bad up here on top of the hill, so I'm not getting as much sunlight as I like, and I haven't had my nest of robins for over a year now. Oh no, they were so sweet. I love the little speckled juveniles. I miss them hopping around on the green. As do I, my friend. I am fearful of what is to come. We muskrats are adaptable and not prone to fear, but what we fear most is pestilence. His shadow looms over the valley and we are beholden to his whims. Just then, who should appear over the horizon but pestilence himself? Muskrat quickly hid behind Josh's trunk, but for gentle Josh, there was nowhere for him to go. Behold, I am Pestilence. The valley and the riverbed are already under my sway. Now I have come for the hilltop. But Mr. Pestilence, sir, there is already so much sorrow here. The smog has descended and the birds have fled. Must your rot and disease also darken our door? Pestilence paused for a moment, unsure of himself for the first time. He was used to taking what he wanted without question or interference. But this brave tree, who spoke to him so modestly, brought pangs of guilt into the heart of Pestilence. And something else, too. Anger? Jealousy? Tell me, tree, who is it that pollutes your air and blocks out the rays of the sun? Who is it that sickens the plants with chemicals? Who is it that has caused the birds to fly away and leave the hilltop so bleak? I do not know, proud pestilence. I am but a humble tree. I am rooted to this place. I cannot flee like the robins or adapt like the muskrat. At the mention of his name, muskrat summoned his courage and ventured out from behind Josh's mighty trunk. Pardon me, Mr. Pestilence, but I know who it is that has done these things you ask about. It is man who has claimed the land beyond the hill as his own and has destroyed our homes. Then it is man I will seek out and punish for taking what is rightfully mine. 
But, sir, the hilltop belongs to the trees, just as the valley below belongs to the- Silence, you dirty mole. But, sir, I'm a muskrat. I come from the riverbed. You visited my sister-in-law just yesterday. Seriously? You're gonna quibble with me when I just announced I was going to save your tree friend from his greatest enemy? How would you like a fungal infection? Or mites, huh? How about a swarm of mites? Oh, uh, technically, mites are tiny organisms. They may carry diseases, but they are not themselves a disease. Whoa there, muskrat. Let's just stop you right there, old chum. Let's thank the nice Mr. Pestilence and show him on his merry way toward the man's village, eh? Quite right. I forgot myself for a moment. Thank you, friend. This way, sir, I'll show you the way to the man village. Farewell, Josh. Farewell, old friend. Farewell, Pestilence. And so they were off to spread disease among men, punishing them for their desecration of the countryside, or, as Pestilence put it, for having the gall to take and ruin what he alone should be permitted to destroy. All the men in the village were forced to stay in their homes and keep their doors locked shut, lest they let pestilence in. Those who still gathered and partied at the water's edge were struck down, leaving the animals free to roam the green and rebuild their homes. In time, the air above the hilltop cleared, and in the spring, the robins returned. And they sing sweetly for the young boy born in quarantine, who does not believe the land is his to conquer and destroy and who enjoys watching the speckled juvenile robins hopping happily at Josh's roots. And that's all for today's Shelter in Place show. We hope you and yours are well at home and that your hands are clean. Until next time, thanks for listening.